People these days are frantically, frantically looking for ways to protect their mental health. It's a thing. I have a friend who works for Health Canada, and he told me something incredible that the government discovered when they were battling the opioid crisis a couple of years ago. It was the secret to how they got a handle on it before any other government did. And once he explained it to me, it made complete sense. You're listening to Make Art Not Content, brought to you by The Mystery School, exclusively on lastnightsparty.tv. It made sense to my friend Didi, too. She got it right away. Didi is this passionate Brazilian girl that I had been emailing with back and forth for like six months. We never met in real life, so I guess you could say we were kind of like pen pals. Pen pals that luckily got to meet back in February. What happened was her friend was coming to L.A. and didn't want to come alone, so she just bought Didi a ticket out of the blue. And so the night we met was kind of interesting, kind of karmic. We were sitting down, having dinner in the Grove, of course, immediately totally immersed, bypassing any kind of bullshit small talk, because that's just the way we roll, apparently. And she told me what she had been struggling with lately, finding her purpose which is something that I'm super passionate about, of course. So I asked her if she wanted to try this thing I invented called the drill-down method. Now, the drill-down method is this crazy process that I developed for extracting an artist's message, you know, what they want to say to the world. It yanks it right out of them like a crying Haitian baby getting pulled out of the earthquake rubble. I could do it pretty much anywhere. I've done it during photo shoots. I've done it on planes. And tonight, why not? Do it in the open seating restaurant of the Grove. So I asked her questions. What's more important to you, truth or freedom? I prodded. What's your earliest childhood memory? I challenged. Why? We went way deeper than we probably should have been attempting to go, at least in a random public setting. But somehow it magically happened. She found her message. It was so nuts. I had never seen it happen that fast. And instinctively, I did what anyone would do when they're witnessing an incredible moment. I took out my phone and started filming her reaction. My message. I just come here, random destiny. I see you. We talk. And I have I have my message. I thought it was something going to be through months. You know, I thought I, I needed to go out and travel and be by myself. And, you know, it just, but <sighs> thank you for talking to me. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your words, your magic. Magic. This is magic. Honestly, this is everything. Is just I'm crying of happiness because I am like it was like a test. Like I was in a test, and I finally got my 100. Okay, I just want to take a break here to say I'm not going to tell you Didi's message because it's not my place to give that information. But if you want to see it in action yourself, go to at d i d i c d. So at d d c d on Instagram. Oh, you'll have to understand Spanish too. I'm kind of like shaking because now my mind is like, okay, it's all like blank, it's all white, and now I'm rewriting it in a new perspective. Oh my god. This is fucking incredible. Wow. So in our full euphoria, that's when I told Didi about my friend that works at Health Canada. 
and about the simple solution that made them win the war against the crazy opioid crisis. All they did was, the government started a job placement program for recovered addicts. That's it. Job placement. That's literally all they did. Maybe it seems a little anticlimactic, but think about it. They had figured out that the people who beat their addiction all have this one thing in common. They have a reason to get out of bed in the morning. That simple little consideration changed everything overnight. Turns out that mental health has a lot to do with having a clearly defined family. People tend not to feel good in their skin until they find their purpose. That's just the way it is. It's the sort of thing that gives clarity to daily activity, you know, that would be absent otherwise. I'd even say it gives you an energy, an aura, that is so powerful that everyone wants to help you achieve whatever you're setting out to do. Because purpose is always attractive to other people, especially when it's in service to other people. That's why, especially for an artist, it's important to understand what message you're trying to put out into the world. Because once you find it, it ignites this fire underneath your ass. And that fire is what they call purpose. And this newfound purpose will make you resilient to the very same things that used to take you down in the past. It's like love. When it arrives, you instantly recognize it. But making art without a message? (laughs) That's as empty as a restaurant during phase two of a global pandemic. Art, if you want it to connect, if you want it to float to the top of people's awareness, like a bottle that appears on the side of the beach with a note in it, well then, it has to have a message. People ask me, Bronx, is a message all I need and then all my problems will magically go away? No, of course not. Finding your message is just the beginning. It's kind of like having bad eyesight and then suddenly one day you get glasses. I can't tell you what you're going to choose to look at or to focus on, but I do know that from now on, you're going to stop bumping into things. All great art has a message. You know all those associations that fire off in your head when you experience a piece of music or a movie that's cathartic? That's the message at work. So until you start filling your art with those kinds of meaningful associations, all you'll have is a shell instead of a bullet. Okay, okay. Maybe you don't need a message. At least maybe not yet. Maybe what you need right now is to take action. Right? Like, do anything. Anything. Just go. Go. You know, so you have new things to ponder when you get back to pondering. Overthinker. I mean, even if you did have a message right now, would you even have the energy or the power to see it through? I don't think so. Maybe you're not ready to deliver a message just yet. Is that what you want to hear? A message is a disruption. Right? To the world and to yourself. No joke. It's like being born again, but... Mm. as who you are meant to be. That's deep. But maybe you need to strengthen your mind before that moment lands on your lap. No, seriously. Maybe you need to hide in the dark some more before you show your face to a cold, judgmental world. I don't think you can handle it. And since we're being real right now... Can we be real? Maybe you're not built for this. Sorry. 
Maybe you'll never be able to handle the responsibility of carrying such a load. Something to think Maybe about. Maybe you're better off helping someone else realize their vision. No, it's okay. Look, if it's a good one, right. and it aligns with your values, right. that may be all you need. I'm serious. Maybe you can't find your message because you have nothing to say. Ooh. Why force it? You could always take the copy of a copy train if the original's train never comes. That's harsh. We'll totally understand. Maybe I'm being passive-aggressive. And let's be honest. You don't need a message if all you're selling are your curves or you're relying on your looks. Nice ass. You can delay this existential quest for later. Seriously, there's no rush. But the rest of you? The bonafide artists out there? Here's the secret. You already know your message. That's right. It's sitting right there. Right there. Right next to you. You just need to remember it. And then learn how to express it in such a way that the rest of us can hear.